0: Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with a little Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration for you. And today I want to talk about dogs and destiny. Because sometimes a dog is absolutely destined to be yours. We all know about the magic of adopting dogs from shelters or when dogs just appear at your home and make themselves at home. It's always such a great fit. And we have lots of stories along these lines in our new book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Magic of Dogs. But today I'm going to share two with you that I found particularly startling and magical. In our first story, A.J. Noons tells us that she was moving from the city to the country with her fiance, and he was going to be away two weeks at a time, so she needed some companionship. She really wanted a dog. But since she was commuting back to the city for work, she felt the dog would be alone too much. So instead, AJ decided to volunteer at the local Humane Society. Every Tuesday, she filed, answered phones, greeted visitors, and helped families begin the adoption process. AJ says, I got to know some of the adoption counselors. Many of them had adopted from the shelter. They would say the same thing. You love all the animals that come through, but sometimes one will grab your heart and you really have no choice but to adopt it. She had been volunteering for more than a year when a couple walked in with a sad, scared, and sick one-year-old boxer collie mix who their neighbors had left behind when they moved. Her name was Bella, and one look at her was enough for AJ. She was in love. After a few weeks, Bella was healthy enough to be put out on the adoption floor. And that made AJ sad. She loved Bella, but she still didn't think it was the right time for her to adopt a dog, what with her being away at work 10 hours a day. Plus her fiance had just left for another two weeks so he couldn't meet her. And the Humane Society had a rule that potential adopters had to spend time with the dog before they could be approved. AJ visited with Bella until someone else adopted her. She knew it was the right thing to do to let someone else have Bella. But then for months, all AJ did was talk about Bella, that dog that got away. Months later, AJ's fiance took a new job where he would be able to be home every night. Now they could adopt a dog. They went to an adoption event in the city and they met a few dogs, but none of them was a fit. So they drove over to the Humane Society. AJ saw a dog named Penelope on their website And she reminded A.J. of Bella. When they got to the Humane Society, A.J. asked to see that dog named Penelope. But before that, the adoption counselor said she would read them Penelope's file. Halfway through hearing it, A.J. said that it sounded just like Bella. Turned out it was Bella. They had just changed her name. She had been adopted, but then brought back. And now the dog that A.J. had loved all this time could be hers. As A.J. wrote this story for our book, she said Bella was sitting beside her on the couch, trying to lick her face because she didn't understand that A.J.'s tears were happy tears. A.J. says, we should have stopped and bought a lottery ticket the day of her adoption because it was the luckiest day of our lives. I would say that the day AJ and Bella found each other again was the luckiest day for both of them. What a great story about a dog and her destiny. And Jeannie Jacobson shares another story about finding and almost losing the perfect dog. In Jeannie's case, her perfect dog was named Tundra, but she had passed away. Jeannie just couldn't get over her loss, even though her husband kept saying they should get another dog because it had been a long time already. Finally, Jeannie's husband and daughter persuaded her and they drove to the shelter. The two of them pointed out various dogs they thought were appealing, but Jeannie just wanted her Tundra. And then at the end of the row of cages, Jeannie stopped in awe because in front of her was Tundra's clone. But in miniature. It was the exact same dog, just smaller. Jeannie thought she must be losing her mind. Tundra's tiny double pawed the kennel door as Jeannie knelt down in front of her. The force of her wagging tail shook her entire body. She jumped and she spun and she barked. She was the epitome of puppy joy. Jeannie knew she wasn't imagining things when her husband came over and said, Holy smoke, it's Tundra, pint sized. The shelter attendant said they had found the little dog crouched in a drainpipe, shaking and sopping wet. In case she had owners who were looking for her, Jeannie would have to wait three more days before she could adopt her. That meant waiting until Monday when Jeannie and her husband both had to go to work. But adoption was first come, first served. So if someone else came along on Monday, that little mini version of their beloved Tundra would be gone. Jeanie felt like she was losing Tundra all over again. She started crying in the shelter. She went back to visit the dog the next day, Saturday, and spent the morning playing with her, trying to show everyone who came by that the dog was already taken. She didn't want anyone else to adopt that dog before Jeannie could get there on Monday. Sunday after church, she hurried back to visit her duplicate Tundra again, fending off a woman who was cooing at the puppy through the cage. The attendant took pity on Jeannie and said that if she came before they opened on Monday, she would make sure she got the dog. But when Jeannie called her boss to ask for Monday morning off, he said half the office was sick and he needed her to come in on time. Jeannie's husband worked nights, so he said he could go Monday, but it would be after he got off work. Jeannie worried all Monday morning. Would Jake reach the shelter before someone else adopted her mini tundra? But sure enough, Jake called her at work that morning and announced that he had picked up the dog and had taken her to the vet for her checkup. That evening, the family sat on the living room floor while tiny Tundra romped around their legs. And Jeannie started crying again, but this time with relief and joy. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to these stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Magic of Dogs. We'll be sharing stories from the book in our daily newsletter as well. So if you want to have a free story delivered to your email inbox every day, go to chickensoup.com and click on the podcast button. You'll see a button to sign up for the newsletter and you'll actually find a bunch of choices, including the daily story newsletter or our three weekly newsletters with stories about pets or busy moms or fighting cancer. If you'd like to learn more about Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Magic of Dogs, go to our website, chickensoup.com, and click on the podcast button. You'll see the book there, and you can check out the front and back covers and read more about the contents. You'll find this book wherever books are sold, including Walmart, Barnes & Noble, Books a Million, Amazon, your local bookstore. Come back next time for a couple of stories about cats who are not good hunters at all, in an episode called When the Cat's a Lover, Not a Hunter.